I watched, quiet and curious, as my son Sam removed the wooden lid from the godly play parable box. He was sitting on our living room floor, and he was just two years old. He hadn't been in a godly play class yet, but he had seen me tell this story at a Lenten program a few nights earlier. I hadn't realized that he had been paying much attention. Sam carefully spread out the big green piece of felt and then laid out the brown pieces for fences and blue shapes for water and then the night black patches scattered at the edge of the green. It was the story of the Good Shepherd. And then, without talking, he he barely knew how to talk after all. I watched him take the sheep and place them carefully under these black pieces of felt. These places described in the godly play story as places of danger. And then, with complete focus, he He carried this small good shepherd all about, searching until he found the sheep. And one by one, I watched as this toddler lifted the sheep out of danger and on to the good shepherd's back, bringing each one safely home. He was so young. He had seen the story told once, and apparently something had clicked. Sam did not grasp the breadth of human suffering, and yet this truth, this need for someone to search us out, even to those places of danger, It is so fundamental to our human nature that a two-year-old can tell the story. If the last month here in the United States and indeed all around the world has shown us anything, it is that there is tremendous pain and tremendous need for God in the midst of that pain. As I have sat with this deeply troubling reality, one that still seems to be growing almost exponentially, last week I stumbled onto the words of one of our saints. They are words that belong to one who knew this kind of pain all too well, the kind of pain that sweeps across a world in such broadly indiscriminate brushstrokes. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, a German pastor and theologian, member of the Confessing Church. He and his companions worked tirelessly against Hitler's rise and reign. And just months before he was executed, 
in response to all that heartache. Bonhoeffer wrote that only a suffering God can help. Only a suffering God can help. This is what we bear witness to on Good Friday. In John's Gospel, we see Jesus standing remarkably resolute. He is sure of himself and of God's presence with him. Other accounts show him wrestling more and in anguish, questioning what will happen. But no matter how he felt about it, what we see from all four Gospels is ultimately the same. He walks back to the city that he knows would hold his death. That's what's happening here today in this awful story we just shared. That's what's happening with Jesus on the cross. He has gone back to Jerusalem knowing that he would encounter the very worst of humanity. That he would offer love and healing and humble service. Knowing that this radical, world-shifting love would so challenge the powerful that they would sooner put him to death than change their ways. This is us giving God our worst, playing out our deepest fears in the most violent way possible. What happens in the story is the worst of us, and God goes there. This is where God shows up, where God will set to work hidden under the cover of dark and in the mystery of our all-consuming grief, setting to work when all are laid out in the exhaustion of mourning, paralyzed with the fear of what may come next. That next part will come, we'll get there. But today, we remember simply that God goes all the way there. Jesus continues in, into Jerusalem, into the trial, all the way to the cross. Deep into these places of danger, into the violence of the world. Into the fearful oppression that would rend us all asunder. God enters into the suffering of the world and stands squarely in it. God joins us there because eventually, incredibly, God will carry every one of us home. Jesus tells us in in this, John's Gospel, that he is the good shepherd. That he will go anywhere and everywhere to find his sheep to bring them home. No matter the cost, no matter the pain, laying down even his life for these sheep. It is not a super heroic God who goes to those places 
Not one so powerful and so removed as to save us from our troubles without joining us in them. No, this is a God who enters fully in. Bonhoeffer knew this well. Only a suffering God can help. This is what he taught in the midst of catastrophic suffering and unspeakable evil. No doubt people wished for the kind of God who would seem to magically whisk all the pain away. For one who would suddenly step in and bring bring about a surprise, happy ending just in time. But that's not the God we follow. Instead, we follow our God to the cross. Instead, we have a God who enters into that pain with us, who weeps with us at the tomb of his friend, who is so committed to this love that he will hand himself over to be killed for it. However it is that you are suffering, wherever you carry pain, insofar as you are burdened with fear, know that this is precisely where God enters in. God does not will it. God does not design it or orchestrate it. But God shows up there relentlessly. God knows what it is to lose their beloved child. God remains there, unwaveringly present in these dark places of our fear and pain. God returns to us, returns to this pain again and again until every last one makes it home. God is not beyond the suffering of the world, but willingly enters into it. This itself is a greater gift than we could ask for, now more than ever. In times like these, what grace it is that this suffering God can help.